Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, there's something I've been that I've been up to that I know you've known about for a while, and I'm I, I think that maybe we should have a proper talk about it. Yeah. Because I feel like I've probably not been a very good friend about listening to people's concerns about it. Um, I can't fucking stop watching these dark web mystery box videos on oh, YouTube. No. <laughs> no, I can't stop. I thought I was, I thought I stopped and then I started again. Like I relapsed like a two months later. And the worst part is the quality of them is it, it drops so substantially so quickly. But, it's, I don't know. But like, I mean, you were, you were, you started watching those when I was like watching like, like art videos and I haven't watched those in a really long time. <laughs> I know. I think the dark web mystery thing started for me in like December. Maybe November? It was, I think, yeah, I don't know when it was. And I stopped for a while, and then, because I ran out. That's the worst part. (laughs) That's what really got me to stop, was that I ran out. Oh, God, this is so embarrassing. (laughs) So, for those who don't know, um, I'm going to make Michelle explain what they are, because she's never watched them. Oh, um, they're like, you get a thing... From a place on the internet, I mean, don't know what it is, but it's probably bad. And then you set up a camera and you, like, just show yourself opening it up and doing stuff with it. (laughs) That's pretty accurate, actually. Uh, Yeah, they're bought on the dark web. Oh, okay. Sorry. You know, which is where you supposedly can buy illegal firearms and drugs and human beings and all this, you know, crazy Mm -hmm. stuff. But the other thing you left out, the real important point is uh, they're almost certainly all fake. Yeah, yeah. The videos. Like, either they're all fake or it's um like a game like the person who's selling it is selling you like a, a literally a mystery box a box where you get to solve a mystery and that's the fun of it that's kind of cute which is cute and they're and actually on eBay you can buy mystery boxes where the idea is that you have like a bunch of clues in a box mm-hmm. and you figure out what they all mean the only difference would be that like the dark web ones i see people unbox that maybe they didn't make themselves um are like super dark yeah. stuff like it's really heavy stuff like children's backpacks and stuff you know like the idea that you might be seeing evidence of like a child murderer or something you can like just go to the store and get a kid's backpack it's not that hard i think that that's even more effort than they put into it they mm. probably just have like an old kid's backpack yeah yeah you know? just because i mean i have a backpack like <laughs> so I watched um, a YouTuber uh, just dissect this by going like, okay, so here's my dark web, dark web mystery box. And he starts opening it up and he like notices the one item in there. And then it just smash cuts to him going through his house and just pulling random shit and throwing it into this box, not even going to the store. Like, and the best part is he like opens his door and like throws a steak knife in there. And then when he's like opening, he's like, look at this. I don't know if this is rust or blood guys. I don't know. It's like that. But The other problem is that there are two dark web mystery unboxers that 
I can't stop watching. Hmm. And they're for it's for polar opposite reasons. Like one of them, it's because I just find the guy really likable. I want to see what he's doing on his channel. And I kind of get this sense that there's like a wink and a nod. Like he knows that we're all just having fun and, and doing some, you know, scaring ourselves. Like he does the videos like super late at night on mm-hmm. purpose. Oh. And I'm like, that's really fun. I, I don't know. I get such a kick out of like somebody scaring themselves. Like, cause I do that sometimes yeah. for fun is scare myself. But like, uh, so I don't know. He claims that everything's real, but at the same time, you know, who's he hurting <clears throat> that then there's another guy <laughs> and he's like a 22 year old upstate New York kid. And he is just such a piece of shit. <laughs> like I watch him because I kind of hate him because he's so clearly faking content and he's done things like claimed that, you know, uh, that like ghosts from his dark web boxes. Yeah. Cause he gets like Dybbuk, Dybbuk boxes and stuff that supposedly, I don't know if you know what a Dybbuk box is, no. but, but it's like a box, an ornate box that's been sealed supposedly, you know, by like a priest, but a priest melts candle wax on all the edges to like trap a demon in it. Oh, so then, <clears throat> sorry, does that work? Uh, it, it depends. Uh, paraffin wax. Yes. Okay. All right. It just has to, but, okay. It's got to be, it's got to be like, it's got to be the heavy duty stuff. If you use mm-hmm. some of that all natural candle shit, it's not going to hold a demon and be real. Yeah. I mean, I mean come on, be reasonable. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but so he like opens the Dybbuk box and he claims his house is being haunted. Then he starts claiming though, things like that is, you know, home is being, you know, destroyed or that people, one point it was like people were stalking him from the dark web. And I would say that this is like fun drama content, except he claimed at one point that like his home was broken into and things were stolen and was like trying to get people to sign up for his Patreon to help him recover stuff. And then I was like, you're kind of a piece of shit. Also, I don't really like his voice or his face. I'm totally hate watching the videos and sometimes don't even make it through like six minutes. Jeez. In fact, sometimes my mind is blown because I'll hear him sign out on the video and be like, shit, I must've really gotten into my phone because I didn't didn't realize (laughs) to stop watching. Wow. (sighs) Wow. The other thing that's fascinating about these dark web mystery unboxers is that they're all, you know, they're all trying to become YouTube popular. They're all trying to become pretty big deal. And both of these guys I mentioned, like their early videos, especially the guy I like, his early unboxing videos would get like a million views when it was a brand new phenomenon. And now, you know, his average video, because not all of them are opening dark web boxes. That's the other thing that's fascinating is the guy I really dislike that's really annoying. It seems like he gets one literally every other week or every week or sometimes two times a week, mm-hmm. wow. which is a little weird. Yeah. Like that yeah. you would just keep ordering these. Um, but then the other guy, like he does also some videos about like, um, you know, playing scary video games where like he, his, he has like rules. Like he has to play scary video games at three in the morning and he has to have his headphones on full volume and you get to watch him, you know, scare himself and stuff. I find that stuff really charming. I can understand that. I mean, I, I, I think it's fun, but then the other guy, I mean, it's just like, Oh, the, I don't know why I keep like checking his stream every now and then. Uh, but, but he like gets maybe 20,000. He's still getting a lot of views. So many. Yeah. It's just, you know, when they started doing this, it was hundreds of thousands, if not a million or more views. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, I, I should, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I should be ashamed that I like these cause they're so stupid. 
Um, and now there's just like two or three sources for these videos when there used to be like everybody and their brother doing them. Really? I, yeah. I mean, I guess when things aren't real, it, it goes away. Like you can only well, come even if it is real, it goes away. Yeah. But, but if it's not real, like that means you have to like keep decide you have to keep like making up stories and finding yeah. weird items. And I guess after a while that, that gets annoying. Yeah, you know? it, it definitely, it definitely can get a little old. Um, yeah. Oh, but spe- so this made me this made me realize something that might be amusing, um, and probably will not be. So remember, how I mentioned Dybbuk boxes. Yes. Um, I you can buy. I don't know if you knew this. I mean, you can buy anything because God bless America. But you can buy haunted items on eBay. Did you know that? Um, I just suspected. Like, it's not something that's ever <laughs> run through my head. But yeah. Okay, so I just typed in Dybbuk box, D-Y-B-B-U-K box on eBay. We're not even dark webbing, we're eBay and homie. And uh, look at this, the top listing, $90 or best order, plus $15 shipping. It says, dangerous paranormal Dybbuk box active apparition attached. Huh. And it comes from Burleston, Texas, which is oh. known for their ghosts. Yeah, I mean, we've all we've all heard that, so... Oh shit, this guy's gonna get taken down. Yeah. Yeah, because uh here's his description. These are not toys and this box should not be opened. This is only for collectors wanting apparitions attached. We have been collectors and participants in the paranormal field for decades. We have a substantial collection we are downsizing. Wow, <laughs> we have we have, through a massive through a massive shipping order accident, we have too many ghosts, but this is good news for you. Sorry. <laughs> like, I mean, will they like take like five bucks? Because it's not real. So, <laughs> like, if it, is it a nice guys. box? <laughs> it is a cool looking box. Mm-hmm. Um, we have poltergeist. We have gin, which is like genie but evil. We have you know, just. I don't know why he's got a. He's from Texas, but he has like the, that Eastern Block accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it says this is a great opportunity for those looking for legitimate Divic boxes. This was a recent case. Active strong apparition contained. He's going to get taken down because you're not allowed to say that you're doing that. That you're selling ghosts. That was one of the reasons I was excited to 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 read some of these is because the 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 things about how it's okay. So here's one. This one's a better example. Haunted Dybbuk box is extremely active. Uh, buy it now for eighty nine ninety nine plus ten ninety shipping from Douglasville, Georgia. Why do you think they're all like ninety dollars? I don't. There are some cheaper ones. We'll look at some budget options in a minute. Okay. But here's the description: Must not ever open. These boxes came from my grandmother, who was a collector. She explained to me once when I was younger that these boxes that she had were pure evil and need to be kept safe at all times. Every time I would go to stay with her, I felt drawn to them, and I swear I am not crazy, but it feels like you are being compelled to open them. They are almost always very warm to touch and give off a weird smell. After she passed, I locked them away in a storage locker until I moved. They were brought into my new house by accident and were left in the garage in a box. My son immediately fell very sick after we moved in. I was taking care of him one day and noticed that he had taken a few of these boxes and opened one of them. Oh, no. He hid them under his bed and swore he hadn't touched them. These boxes have to go. I don't want to just throw them away as it would be disrespectful to my grandmother. Please be careful with them for your own sake. And I cannot stress enough. Please do not open. That's all caps. That's awesome. 
Isn't that a cool piece of storytelling? That's so cool. Now, underneath, though, asterisks, due to eBay policy, I must state this item as being sold as a novelty. Therefore, I cannot guarantee you will experience anything paranormal by purchasing mm-hmm. and owning this box. I am not responsible for anything paranormal that may or may not happen once purchased. So, Perfect. This is why I'm bringing this up, though, is not really actually to laugh at these. It's because, did, did you not love that little piece of like creepypasta storytelling? That was great. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. And that's what you're buying. Mm-hmm. You know, you're buying the idea that this could be spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fun. Um, oh, I found. Oh, I found a Dybbuk box that's on, up for bid right now. Seven dollars and sixteen cents with two bids, and the shipping is six dollars and sixty six cents. That's boss. Dybbuk box, demonic, conjure, scary, evil, creepy, invoked. That's the title. Uh oh. Let's see. What, do you, what you want me to do? One more of what the description? Is? I love these. Sure. I think that's super duper fun. Okay. Here's the description. Well, this extremely odd guy from bumfuck Missouri, he bleeped it, but I'm not going to bleep it. Uh, Bumfuck Missouri contacted me on here a little over a month ago after he was asking me about the boxes I've been trying to rehome to people that actually cared about them. He said he had quite a few of them and wanted my help to get them to people who really wanted them. And like me, he wants to make sure they go to no one with ill intent. But he was really strange and a bit sketchy. He literally gave me coordinates to a, to super scary middle of nowhere barn in Braggadocio, Missouri. And then he gives the coordinates 36.1756 north by 89.8294 west. Awesome. So obviously I thought I was about to be axe murdered. I felt like it was a bit like Texas Chainsaw Massacre for my taste. But he sat me down in this musty, probably 150-year-old deteriorated barn. That's not possible in Missouri, by the way. I don't think that the that they go back that far. Hold on. How old how old is Missouri? <laughs> I think I it might know. be. Uh okay, okay, maybe. Um Missouri was founded in 1812. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make yeah. sure. Sorry. Some states are just not that old. Yeah. Um, I live in Ohio. We're not a very old state. Uh, da, 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 a 150 year old deteriorated barn with spiders, the size of my head and gave me a thousand <laughs> questions. And I just knew he was going to kill me any minute. I guess he liked my answers because he gave me this huge chest filled with immaculately taking care of Dybbuk boxes. And they are beautiful and scary. And my wife is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you were interested in rehoming these, I'd be extremely grateful. Please don't use for teaching any an enemy a lesson. Please handle with care. And then, of course, per eBay policy, these items are to be sold as novelties. This is a tangible item. There is no guarantee you will or will not experience phenomenon of any kind. Uh, you will receive box shown in photos. These, there are no returns on these boxes. There are also haunted dolls. Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, Vintage Haunted Doll, Emily, the Woodshed Girl Spirit Ghost, Green Mountains, Vermont. Uh, mm. Buy it now for $100 plus $13 shipping, which is bad luck. Um, and there's a whole story with it. Isn't that crazy? I, I, Yeah, I don't want a haunted doll. Like, I'll take one of the boxes. Sure, sure. <laughs> you can do something with it, put something in it. But I don't want a doll. No, that's okay. Okay. Well, then I, I guess I don't know what to get you for Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. I'll figure it out. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I could read these all day and I sometimes do, but, uh, 
but uh, I do love the like the amount of storytelling. Like that last one was okay, but I yeah. like where we have like a specific story. The dolls are extra good with that stuff because it'll be like they they list a lineage of people who've owned the dolls wow. and all this stuff. It's really fun. Um, so yeah, uh, and and I want to mention you know when people open Dybbuk boxes on YouTube, usually there's like maybe an old photograph in it or mm-hmm. like a locket. Or like a bunch of dust and stuff. Like it's almost never like full of stuff. It's just kind of a like a small thing. Or I think one I I watched was like full of a bunch of used matches, Hmm. burnt matches. So yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) cool. I just I thought they didn't have anything in them. So anything. They have evil spirits. Well, I mean, besides that, I thought like so. Sometimes you get a cool locket too. That's pretty good. Sometimes. Well, do you want? Do you want me to send you some links to cheap Dybbuk boxes? That's okay. Are you sure? Because I'm already on eBay. I don't have the money to buy random boxes. With we could ask. I bet, I bet one of our kind listeners would be willing to buy you. One. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, here's a $25 one. Buy it now. But it, oh. but actually, it's got fi- it's only got five hours left and it's uh, no bids at $15.99. Huh. Treasure chest, spirit box, Dybbuk box, paranormal, ghost, haunted, sealed. That's what it says. Why doesn't anybody want it? Um, uh, I think because it's evil. Oh. Um, about this box, I purchased this treasure chest at a resale shop for a prop many years ago before I, I, before I began investigating and never thought it would ever be used to trap spirits. Lo and behold, in 2014, we found ourselves investigating an abandoned property that used to be a family fun center, complete with an overgrown mini golf course. A member of our team had a friend who was interested in reinvesting in the property and had heard rumors and wanted us to perform an assessment, so we did. The investigation was surreal. This property was along a busy road, so recording EVPs seemed like a waste of time. We couldn't tell what shadows were cast by passing traffic and what moved on their own. That said, the property felt active as if many spirits were tugging us in different directions, each vying for our attention. We heard whispers in our ear when traffic was slow and felt tugs at our jackets with no breeze. Physically, it was difficult to keep track of how many spirits were present. The box ceremony in this case was more practice or maybe experiment since we didn't have a pressing reason to rid this property of a spirit. We Hmm. used my resale treasure chest and a token we found lying on the ground, then sealed it with, with... Sealed it with was using a leftover holiday candle. The effect is cool, like slime. To this day, this box feels heavy with energy. So does the family fun center, which our friend never purchased and is still abandoned. Okay, I don't like that one because it sounds like they just hurt some spirit that was just hanging out somewhere. Yeah, that guy sounds like a dick. Yeah, so maybe that's why nobody wants it. Because it's like, what, you just, you just, like, just grab some random spirit and put it in a box? That's not nice. It's not super nice. I would have to agree. Man, there's so many Dybbuk boxes. But yeah, on average, they're toward the $100 mark. But there are a couple of discount Dybbuk boxes. Here's one that's uh, starting bid is $6.66 with $10 shipping from Missouri. Oh, that's not uh, so bad. Oh, it's the same guy that, you know, it's one of those boxes that guy got from the weirdo in oh, okay. um, fuck, Egypt or whatever. Yeah, he's got to get rid of them because it's white. Uh, we have order stock of evil spirits. <laughs> Everything must go. Um. But yeah, so maybe maybe for Christmas I'll get you a Dybbuk box. Okay, I hope you forget by then. I hope I hope so too. <laughs> so, um, speaking of uh, spirits, ghosts, hauntings, you had a little uh, paranormal activity last week that you oh, knew we no. had to talk about, right? Oh no. <laughs> I mean, unless you don't want to talk about it. No, I 
guess we can talk about it. It's just so bad. And it's like, I didn't, I've only told like you and one other person, which was my mom. So, but I guess I can tell everybody if you want. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's a, I'm hoping it's a funnier story for you now that you've had a little bit of time. Uh, sure. <laughs> Okay. Well, cause I've, I've been talking the majority of this episode, like a little bit too intense and I want to give you a chance to, uh, you know, to share your embarrassment. Oh, okay. I guess that's I mean, only I, fair. It's not like what I told you just now wasn't horribly embarrassing. Um, that I sit and read these eBay things. No, no. I'm pretty sure that it, this story that ha- the thing that happened to me last week was way more embarrassing, honestly. But but oh, okay. Well. All right. Well, okay. So take it away, Michelle. Okay. So um, I guess like last Tuesday night, right? Because I wasn't going to work the next day. Um, I uh was hanging out um with my cat on the couch, and I was trying to watch. Is trying to stream a. a sh- I was. Tr- I was trying to watch. I'm trying to like decide like what I want to say if I want to mm-hmm. say the name of the anime or not, or if I just want to like. Do I it. was trying to watch Doro Hey Doro, and I needed to. I needed to like somehow. I needed to connect my TV to my computer, but my my um my computer was saying it didn't know where my TV was because I can use it as a projector, and it was like I don't know where it is, and so I had to turn off. My my t I had to turn off my computer. I had to reboot it so it would figure out where my TV is again. And as I was doing that, it was like silent, and it's not usually quiet in my house. I usually have something on, so it was silent for a minute while it was rebooting. And I hear movement upstairs, um, like several like creaks and maybe a bang. And my cat hears it too, and she just kind of like looks at me, and I'm like I don't know what that is, and. It's it's enough of them that it's very like. First of all, I live in a house that is um. I share a wall with my neighbor. I live in a twin, so I can sometimes hear him move around in in the in his house. He like runs up the stairs when he goes upstairs, so I can hear that. Um, but that's usually it. Um, but I kind of know the difference between in my house and in his house. Um, because it sounds muffled. So this sounded like someone was in my upstairs and I had work that day and I, but I'd been home for like a bunch of hours. So I, and I was like, I don't know what this is. Um, so I did the only thing I can think to do, which is I just went outside cause I was like by the door and just stood there and went, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do for a while. Um, which makes sense. I mean, and, 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 since you, I mean, you kind of undersell it a little bit because we know there's some twist to this, obviously, like yeah. as people are listening. But I mean, this was one of those times when you heard a sound and you were 110% positive that it wasn't a normal sound. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounded, I mean, I get that. It sounded like walking, like very clear movement. Um, and I, I do not live with other people. There's no one else in my house um, yeah. ever unless I let them in. Um, so, like, it just sounded like somebody was in my upstairs. And I've definitely been in situations where I've thought I've heard a noise. And usually the first thing I do when I think I hear a noise is I go to where the noise is so I can figure yeah. out what it is. But this was, like, it sounded so 
um clear clear but, I mean, but like, what it was but uh there's like a word that i'm trying to say but i can't like it just sounded like there was like a pattern to it it sounded like it was something and it wasn't like something falling so yeah. i was like i don't know what that is but it sounds like a person basically yeah no and i and i understand because i've had many times you know living alone where i've been like what is that sound mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh that's probably coming from outside or whatever. And then I've had moments where I literally like, usually it's something falls down mm-hmm. that I'm just not expecting, but where that happens and I have a totally different reaction. I'm like, that was in my house. Like there's no, <laughs> so yeah. I, I just want to say, I mean, cause I kind of get that though. Like that moment there's this, there is a, a sound that you can go, well, there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's in the house. So yeah. anyway, sorry. Um, no, that's good. So I went outside and I like stood around and then I like ended up calling my mom and cause I don't know what to do. And I thought about like going to one of my neighbors and being like, you want to come in my house and see if there's a person upstairs. But then I was afraid they get hurt, you know, with the person. So I ended up calling the cops, which is something I really didn't want to do. Yeah. And I like apologized when I was calling them. I was like, I, there's probably nothing, but I think something's in my house. Um, and they were like really nice and they they came like three police officers came for some reason all in different cars and my neighbors still haven't asked me what happened so <laughs> that's nice of them though it's possible they didn't notice because they didn't like put their lights on or anything and they were only here for mm-hmm. like 10 minutes um they probably know though i'm just waiting um <laughs> So they came in and they looked all over my house and they didn't find anybody. Oh, I forgot to say something that's really important. Okay. I'm terrified of my attic because I haven't been up there since I moved in. And I'm afraid someone's in there. So I'm like, it sounds, and I was like, oh no, what if the person's coming out of my attic? So they looked all over my house and we even like pulled down the attic door and checked and there's nobody there. And they leave and I like apologized like, like 50 times and they were like, it's okay. And then they left and I was like, okay, so I guess I'm just crazy. I guess. Right. <laughs> um, so I did, I ended up watching Dora Hey Doro and it was fine. And then when I was going to sleep, uh, I went upstairs and by this point, like I, I wasn't really like, I mean, my nerves were pretty much shot earlier. Sure. Um, but by that point, like I wasn't really scared anymore. I was like, I don't like, I, there's we checked everywhere there's probably not somebody here maybe it was my neighbor like maybe i'm just crazy maybe i have a ghost now mm-hmm. um so i was going past uh my kind of like office room that has my printer and i noticed and my printer is um wireless i noticed that the light was on like it was on not on standby and I was like, that's weird. And I passed. So I like just went and I, it, it was saying something like, you know, please insert more paper. And I was like, I don't know what you want. And I just like clicked it off and then went into the bathroom and I got into the bathroom and was like, oh my God, what printed, what is like, what is on the printer? Like what, what is printed out? And I went back in and it was a recipe. And this <laughs> is where things before uh, stew. Okay. This is where things get weird. A week earlier. I had tried to print out a bunch of things and my computer decided it didn't want to connect to my printer anymore. And I was like, yeah, they're not that important. So I just, you know, not printed them. Um, 
And then when I rebooted my computer, it fixed the connection problem and decided that it would just print out everything that I had tried to print earlier. It just held the queue. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it printed, it printed like one sheet out until it ran out of paper and made a loud clunk. And also my desk is in super level. So it creaked a bunch. I don't know. So, <laughs> so I called I- the cops on my printer. <laughs> I remember when you told me that because my first thought was like, man, you know what have brought this all together would have been if the printer had printed out like a like a receipt for your grave. Yeah, sorry. But no luck. I, I'm also I'm I'm sorry you didn't have a ghost. I know you were kind of hoping to have a ghost. That's okay. It's I don't need another ghost. Another ghost? Um yeah. I guess. You have one already? Um, I don't know, but probably not. <laughs> but you never know. I mean, I feel like I kind of do, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm one of those people that like, uh, one of the, like, I got rid of my shower curtain and got uh, sliding doors, like glass sliding doors so that I don't have <laughs> to check if anyone's hiding in the bathroom when I use it. Because I get, I get spooked pretty easily. I've lived, I think, uh. I think I've lived on my own two years. Yeah, it's, it has to have been two years because I've had mm-hmm. Henwolf for over two years. And uh, I couldn't have a dog before because my roommate was allergic. So, yeah, I've been living alone for over two years. And I probably only creep myself out really bad every so often. Although this yeah. all circles back to the damn fucking dark web mystery boxings. Some of those, the scary sounds they use and like the big reveals and flourishes scare the ever loving shit out of me. Like I, I'm watching them at like one 45 in the morning and I'm like texting people trying to see if anyone's up because I'm like, I'm fine. It's just whatever. And then, and then sometimes Henwolf decides to stand at the edge of the yard where the, like where the porch light ends, like it doesn't reach anymore. And she mm-hmm. just looks out in the void and stares. That's Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you for that, Henwolf. I really appreciate you. Yeah. I'm not scared at all. That's what they do. <sighs> I mean, in general, this is why I like having dogs. If somebody was in this house, they would be all about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the and moment they heard something, they'd bark or go over and sniff it. Yeah. And that's what I should have realized with gigs. She's really, really friendly, but she's mm-hmm. apprehensive when, when a new person comes into the house. So if there had been someone upstairs, she would have panicked. Um, like she would have run and she was just like, Oh, I hear a noise. So I should have realized that it was the printer. Should have trusted the cat instincts. Yeah. Yeah. So prior to this, was there ever a moment you were really, really scared living alone besides this? Um, sure. Yeah. There are tons of them. And one of them was the other time my printer started printing, (laughs) 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 but it was a different house. And, that one was like almost worse. Like I didn't call the cops or anything, but that was worse because like I had physically pressed print and then got scared. <laughs> you, you mean you, you, you started printing mm-hmm. um, from the other room. Yeah. And then the printer going off just scared the absolute shit out of you. Yeah. And both times I was downstairs and the printer was upstairs. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I pressed it and it was like, it took like a, like two seconds. And in those two seconds, I forgot. Um, <laughs> But that was that one. Like I was like, I don't know what that was, and that was one of the times where I just like ran upstairs and was like, oh, fine. <laughs> my my printer, <laughs> my printer does this thing where um, when it's done 
being on like when you just, cause you don't shut it, you can shut it off, but you don't really need to, you just right. turn it on, right. use too. it. And eventually it'll automatically shut itself off mm-hmm. if it's just been on for a while. But the way it shuts itself off is it like runs the tray and stuff. Oh, and I, I've had that scare the absolute shit out of me. A yeah. Couple times. Yeah. I would think it would. Um, <laughs> but not quite as much as you. So I guess, I guess the real point is, you know, uh, wh- why do you even want things on paper anymore? It sounds like more trouble than it's worth for you. I like, I, I just wanted that recipe. Just. <laughs> <laughs> is there, is there any time you've scared yourself that wasn't printer related? <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, there have been plenty of times that it wasn't a printer. Um, Jeez, I don't know though. Um, what's a what's a good one? <laughs> um, I don't know. Most of the time, they end up being like a, like somebody outside mm. closing a car door, um, which always sounds like it's in my house, which is weird. Yeah, I um, struggle with car door sounds. Sometimes I feel like they're either uh, not so much in my house, but like I have trouble. Like I hear them, and I'm like, "That's my driveway," and then it's like, "Oh, that's like." Very far away. Yeah. Not in yeah. the driveway. Um, uh, yeah. So I <laughs> don't know. Okay. No, That's no. Okay. I, I can tell you the like one that like I'm still kind of worried about. Um, okay. There, when I had first moved into this house, there were like multiple times where my like big um, like console with the like it's not a console, but like a big box that has a radio in it and a CD player. It's like a receiver kind of deal mm-hmm. was knocked off of the table that was over there. And I still don't know why or what happened to cause it to be knocked off. Cause it's a big giant box. Um, yeah. I would just be like upstairs and hear it fall. <laughs> um, that's, that was pretty upsetting. Yeah, that would startle the shit out of me. Yeah. Every now and then stuff falls over in my garage because my garage is full of movie props. Mm-hmm. And they don't stack well. So every now and then there'll be, very rarely, but there'll be a loud crash in the garage, which is already a scary place because like breaking into a garage is probably the easiest way to break into a house. Sure. Yeah, it'll scare the crap out of me. The worst is when the dogs jump up too and start staring at the door and I'm like, oh, cool gonna die i've actually had something fall over in the garage loud enough that i walked up i ran up to the garage door the door that you know goes to the house and locked you know locked the door wow and then yelled into the door like if someone's in there you better get out right now <laughs> like I've, I've done that yeah um, so yeah we're we need supervision i guess Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.